0: Uh, while the live stream is being set up, um, just a reminder, these hadith uh, sorry, the purpose behind this gathering has been to discover basic hadith in the life of the Prophet that surround his Uh, that surround our lives within the home and in particular how we can fill our homes with love Uh, and these talks are all um, live streamed online so you can share the link with your families if they're watching at home or friends or if you yourself aren't comfortable coming then this is available online so the website is www.refinedheart.com r-e-f-i-n-e-d heart h-e-a-r-t uh, and the videos from all the prior sessions are posted on the website as well, so you can access everything from there, Inshallah. So, uh, as a reminder, we've covered six hadith so far. This is week seven. We've done one hadith per day. Uh, the last hadith was the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ uh, that referenced the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala that occurs within the home, and how a home in which Allah Ta'ala is remembered is a home that's alive, and a home in which Allah Ta'ala is... You can say forgotten or ignored Is a home that is equivalent to uh, death or lifelessness So This was the last hadith And we mentioned that the importance We mentioned that it's important to, engage, to involve our entire household In the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala Because that is what brings life into the, into the home And that's what fills the home with love So the next hadith of the Prophet that we're going to be covering Anil uh, الْأَسْوَدِ بْنِ يَزِيدِ uh, عنه, so this hadith is narrated in Sahih Bukhari, and uh, we'll translate it and as, as as we normally do, we'll translate it, go over some background points, and then return to the hadith and derive lessons from it. So the translation roughly is Al-Aswad who states, I asked Aisha So this companion, Al-Aswad, he asked the wife of the Prophet I asked Aisha عنها, What did the Prophet do at home? She said, she replied He used to be in the service of his family I think the Arabic is displayed as well on the screen uh, في, uh, uh, he used to be in the service of his family كان, When you add kana to the verb, it takes on the meaning of This was kind of his habitual practice was to, this, his, his characteristic or his tendency was to be أهله, In the service or in, in the effort of his family uh, And when he heard the adhan, he would go out for prayer, for salah um, Today we're just going to focus on the first portion of this hadith and then, inshallah, next week we'll cover the second portion of this hadith, of this response of Aisha Because they're both very deep and we can learn and derive a lot of lessons from it And I don't want to try to try to squeeze it all into one session So the part that we're going to focus on when she first responded, she said uh, He used to be in the service of his family So what are th- three background points? Or what are some background points? The first background point to understand when it comes to the house, and maybe this is common sense, but it's, I think, helpful to break things down into basics before trying to go into some depth. The first point is that in order for people to live under one roof, certain household needs need to be met right? A functional home, it needs and necessitates basic services. So there has to be, for instance, some method of keeping the home clean. There has to be some system in place of preparing food for the home or arranging food for the home. There has to be some system in place for uh, remodeling from time to time or for reconstructing or for um, reorganizing the home or organizing the home. So, in general, it's important to understand that a home that is functional it requires some forms of service, right? Um, bedding, cleaning, food, etc. The second background point to understand is that our dean it recognizes this necessity within the home and it rewards service that occurs within the home. The deen recognizes this necessity and it rewards service within the home. What it, what I mean is that. You know, we tend to think that reward within our houses or within our homes is a, is achieved when we are on the musalla. So for instance, if I'm not actively praying or I'm not actively reciting Quran or listening to Quran or learning some aspect of deen, then within the home, I'm not actually earning reward, right? We, we create this dichotomy within our mind. Um, but the reality is because service is necessitated within the home to make it functional, And this service is a responsibility given by Allah Ta'ala to human beings for us to maintain our homes The deen recognizes this, it appreciates this, and it rewards individuals for providing service uh, to the home So the summary of this background point is that what otherwise may seem like mundane things within the home Cooking, or cleaning, or organizing, or repairing While it may seem mundane it these also carry the possibility of attaining great reward okay the third background point is that in general service within the home and outside the home it's a mechanism by which love spreads how is that because when we serve one another what we're doing is we're basically sacrificing time that we have for ourselves or energy that we have kept for ourselves and we're now using it on someone else and when that occurs, when that service occurs, it's essentially a form of sacrifice. And sacrifice is a principal way by which love is spread, right? We always appreciate when someone does something for us. We feel that this person has a concern for us. And within the home, this is a mechanism, one mechanism, by which love is grown and love spreads within the home is when we seek out opportunities to serve, to serve one another and sacrifice for the sake of the people within our household, okay? So that's, those are the background points So let's return back To the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. So again Al-Aswad he states I asked Aisha The wife of the Prophet ﷺ, What did the Prophet ﷺ Do at home What did the Prophet ﷺ Do at home She عنها, Said She responded uh, He used to be In the service of his family Right uh, And when he heard the adhan He would go out for prayer So let's focus He used to be In the service of his family So what uh, are some lessons that we can take from this particular hadith. The first lesson that we learn is that the Prophet ﷺ was very involved within the home. The Prophet ﷺ, he was very involved within the home. You know, one would think that this, if we were to look back at history or even, you know, just look back in time and say, you know, what kinds of people are important and who had more, who has had the most responsibility in the history of mankind? I think we would all say without, without a doubt that the Prophet Sallallahu had more responsibility than anyone else Re- Meaning outside the home The responsibility to give da'wah, the responsibility to spread the message of deen, the responsibility of being a military commander, the responsibility of being a leader, a spiritual leader, a, a psychological and emotional leader, just a leader in general so one would think that with all these responsibilities that he has toward the greater community, how is it that he, uh, you would think, we would think, one would think, that uh, that all of his household affairs should be taken care of by other people, right? That's just the natural tendency. When we think about, you know, world leaders today or people that have a lot of wealth today or a lot of power or authority, we de- we generally think, yeah, they probably don't have to do anything or lift a finger within the home, right? That's, that's sometimes a statement that's made. But if we look at the life of the Prophet despite him having a million and one responsibilities and technically having the ability for him to order other people to take care of the responsibilities for him and people would be dying to to do this, right? To serve the Prophet in this way The Prophet despite this, his wife says that when he was within the home he was involved and engaged actively in the affairs of the home Specifically in the service of his family. And that's quite remarkable, right? He didn't deem, Sar-Sidim, he didn't deem things within the home to be mundane tasks. He could, I mean, we could think if the Prophet ﷺ spent five minutes washing the dishes, we'd think, why would he do that? If he spent five minutes giving da'wah, look how much more of an impact it would have. But we don't learn this from the Prophet like, of the Prophet. ﷺ. We learn that when the Prophet ﷺ was at home, he was very actively involved in the activities within the home and in, and, and the services within the home. And it's important for us to appreciate appreciate this on two levels. But the first is he was very hands on within the home. Okay. The second lesson, which is related to the first lesson, is that it is sunnah, right? It is sunnah. It is sunnah and highly rewarded to serve the home. So for our own selves, we aren't obviously the Prophet We don't have the responsibilities of the Prophet But we learn from this example of the Prophet that even someone as close to Allah as He was and even someone with as much responsibility as He had he felt it necessary to serve the home. So this is also a sunnah for us. It is sunnah and highly rewarded to serve the home. You know, many a times we think that this, this actually happens not just in uh, circles outside of the deen, but even within the deen, people that call toward deen and people that do service of deen oftentimes neglect the home, right? Like they'll be maybe traveling across the world to do X, Y, and Z things or give speeches and... You know, um, uh, or, or or some other responsibilities that are external, and the home is just falling apart on the inside. The children aren't given proper tarbiyah, the spouse isn't given the attention that they need. Uh, this is not the example of the Prophet. The example of the Prophet is to be as involved as possible within the home and have that foundation. And that foundation is then used as a means of spreading deen outside of the home as well. So, Uh, We should be very mindful of this that that we can't save humanity until we have established our own home Um, So Rasulullah Rasulullah has a right to have had an excuse, but he didn't he doesn't have an excuse So for us, it is Sunnah and it is highly rewarded to engage in services within the home The third lesson in general, although it applies to the home as well as a general rule It's better to serve others than to be served by others Wait, we learned this from this hadith of the Prophet It's better to serve others than be served by others, right? This this is important for us to understand We're, maybe because of the time and place in which we live, we love to be served, right? And it's time to eat, we want to. We want the waiter, you know, the waitress to give us all the attention And bring food to us and prepare it for us, etc. Right? This is just, we, we, we want something delivered, we push a button, we want someone to come and service our home you know, there's, we're, in this, we're in a time and in a place where we love to sit back and be served But the example of the Prophet is to be very active in serving others Not being on the receiving hand, right? And in general, this applies within our own homes Meaning when we have an opportunity to serve, let's say our families, our kids, our spouses, our parents, we should jump on these opportunities rather than waiting for these individuals to then serve us. And if everyone within the home has a mentality that I'm gonna serve the other person and everyone's constantly thinking about serving one another, we can imagine the amount of love that would spread within the home because everyone perceives this uh, sacrifice between, between each other. And that's very, very powerful. This applies not just within our home, but even in other homes, right, that we visit, maybe our relatives, maybe our in-laws, maybe our um, uh, friends, you know, we, we go to someone's house and we think that, well, now that I'm here, these people just have to serve me non-stop. But that's not the attitude of a believer. The attitude of a believer is that it's always better for me to serve. So even if I'm somewhere else, I should offer my services and see if they will be welcome. And I would and I, and I contribute. Right. This is just our approach in general. We shouldn't thinking, be thinking like you know everyone should constantly serve me. So we learn from this hadith as well that it's better to to serve than to be served. Okay. So let's bring home two practice points um, so that we can uh, take something. Uh, home with us today insha'Allah So the first practice point is it's important for us when we read for example this hadith we see That the Prophet was servicing his home and we learn from this that it's a Sunnah of the Prophet to involve ourselves within the home But that Sunnah also partly requires an intention. What I mean is if I for instance, let's say go home and I see the dishes aren't attended to and I make the intention that ya Allah because your messenger وسلم, was actively participating in the service of his household that I'm also going to take on this responsibility right now then those 15 or 20 minutes that I spend with the dishes or vacuuming or cleaning or cooking these are now t- this is now time spent in Allah's service and this is now time that's spent and and that's filling my b- bucket of reward so It's something that we should make a conscious intention toward Now, it doesn't mean that every single time I serve the home That I have to make this refresh my niyyah every single time But at least at the start of the week or at the start of the day Or consciously, periodically through our mind We should make an intention that Ya Allah, these are your servants This is a sunnah of your messenger And in accordance with the sunnah, I'm going to involve myself in these activities So that it's not mundane, you know? Part of the frustration that builds with having to do work within our home, we get tired because, you know, the house is messy or it needs to be kept up or it needs to be organized and we become frustrated. Why is it that I always have to do the dishes or I always have to take out the trash or I always have to do X, Y, and Z? Part of it is because we don't realize that, look, this is actually time where I can earn reward. If I know that this time spent is now time in which I'm earning my jannah, it makes it a lot easier than if I think that this is time that I'm actually wasting right or, or or thinking that because i have to do this chore this responsibility i wish i could rather sit on the musalla and and do some dhikr because i'll earn reward that way but by vacuuming the floor or by you know uh, putting the clothes away i'm not going to earn that same degree of reward it's a misconception that we have so we should the the first practice point is when we when we go home today or over the course of the next week that whenever there's some responsibility that we have within the home we should make an intention to earn reward from this because it's from the sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam, And it'll make it easier to do It'll provide us with uh, tremendous benefit also on the day of judgment And it in general maintains the home in a functional way Which is very pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Okay, the second take home point from this hadith Is in general within the home If we feel overwhelmed I, should, I shouldn't say take home point but The practice point that we can all practice today From this hadith is When we feel overwhelmed with the responsibilities of the home We should, uh, when that sensation of feeling overwhelmed or stressed comes on We should immediately stop what we're doing We should sit, we should pause, and we should reflect upon this hadith of the Prophet Because it'll make it a lot easier for us to go through our time in the home You know, this is a good hadith to think of Especially in like this virtual learning if you have children At home that are going through virtual schooling and everyone's just in the house all the time It can become very overwhelming the house is messier than it normally is your our time is spent more on things that we thought we could give to someone else before such as education or teaching we have to spend more time entertaining children than we did before uh entertaining each other than we did before so it can become overwhelming right Uh, and so when we feel a sense of stress or feeling overwhelmed within the home we should immediately stop sit down pause and reflect upon this hadith of the prophet and remind ourselves that look this is actually rewarded time, this is, it, this is Sunnah for me to do this and if I pause and I reflect and I refresh, my, refresh myself and I should say pause, reflect and remind myself that look if the Prophet were here right now he'd be doing exactly what, I, what I'm doing it makes it a lot easier for me to overcome this challenge and continue to push through or continue to do things willingly to support the function of the household and the love that needs to be established within the home so these are the two take-home points. Inshallah, next week, we'll continue with this hadith, but I want to cover the second point in which Aisha anha mentioned that the Prophet when he heard the adhan for prayer, he would then go for prayer. So we'll address that. Portion of the Hadith in more greater detail. So may Allah in greater details. May Allah subhanahu wa taala allow us to learn from the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu May Allah subhanahu wa taala allow us to serve our homes and serve those around us and allow us to attain reward from this. And may Allah taala uh, allow our homes to be filled with His remembrance and filled with His love. Wa da'wana And rabbil alamin.